live from Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the June 5th edition. We're in June now. Yeah, summer. Summer. It, we are in the throes. We are in the thro- we are in the throes of summer. Uh, I, I, I I know officially we are not in summer, but I feel like we are. In, yeah. It certainly when I was driving around the other day, it felt like it was summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Good lord. It was hot. <laughs> Holy balls! Sitting in a car all day, Ubering people around. I think that's actually the climatological. Hot as balls. What? Balls. The, 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 the heat was like balls. They show the, the weather map. <laughs> they just put like you know a little picture of balls. There's a there's a couple of nice round testicles. No 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 hair. Just sweat. Just sweat. As as we mentioned last week, or was it last week? A uh, shorn scrotum. Yes. They, 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 they show a nice shorn scrotum to represent the amount of heat <laughs> in the fair city of Los Angeles or Los Andres. Los Andres. San Andreas for the people who love Grand Theft Auto. So yeah, last week was I was it was pretty good. I, uh, we saw well, I feel everyone in this room. I, I I definitely saw Wonder Woman with two people as always. I have Judgmental Nerd Pete Molini to my right hey. today. To my left, I have his wonderful girlfriend Joanna Morales. Hi. Hello, Joanna. Hi. You're here, and of, and as usual, excessively long <laughs> executive producer. Sam, the man, Zia, is in the house. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, ladies. To take it back to the 90s. <laughs> 90s. Uh, the, the, the terrible uh, <laughs> pun of Val, Venus. Because you know what Venus rhymes you know what Venus rhymes with? Yes. It rhymes with the planet? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But yeah, Wonder Woman came out last week. All everyone yeah. here in the room has seen Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, as usual, as whenever we do talk about movies that just came out, I'm going to try to re- remain spoiler free. Spoiler free. But we, I'm going to express some feelings. I enjoyed it. Yeah. As opposed to someone who went with us to go <laughs> watch the movie. Good God. But I know, I know, I know the three of us over here. How, how about you, Samzia? You saw it this morning. How did? What, what did? What did you think, Mr. Samzia? Let, let's get your opinion first. We'll, we'll go across the room here. We'll go counterclockwise here. On the scale of every other DC movie that's come out since the last Dark Knight movie, it's by far the best. By far. Yes. Uh, Agreed. In comparison to the Marvel movies, I would have to put it there uh, a little bit ahead of the first one. Yeah. I, no, I, I I will not try to compare this movie. I I, I kind of keep them as apples and oranges, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. no, the, it, it was a fantastic movie. Oh, I, it was. I, oh, I really enjoyed it. Every, Every like the hype behind it was appropriate. It yeah. was it was good. I had some issues storyline wise. I was like, ah, come on. Well, but, 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 I, but I mean, almost everything. Obviously, we we all we usually. I mean, with with comic book movies, we have to have take everything with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I I try to go in as open minded as possible, unless the movie is god awful. <laughs> but but it, no, the, I, the best part were honest to God, first 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Oh yes, everything that, that was, was in in Themyscira. For me, early, and it started a slow, very not significant, but a very subtle downhill. As soon as the plane entered the, the scene. Oh well, yes, obviously, the, you know, there, there, there's some stuff. You know, I'm sure people will have quibbles, but uh, yeah. I only have one weird quibble with the movie. But that's kind of a spoiler, so <laughs> I'm going to leave that. Up. Joanna, you, you watched, you were there with Pete and myself. Good God, I am gassy. <laughs> you were there with Pete and myself. I am gaseous clay. Uh, you were there with uh, Pete and, and I. Shining. Joanna, what were your feelings about the Wonder Woman? Well, well. <laughs> uh, if you don't feel like being put on the spot, I can go straight to your man over here on the right. If you want to collect your thoughts, you, I can throw the football over here. Or, or, or. Well, I liked it. You liked it. <laughs> Dare I say, even loved it? You loved it, okay. I actually, like, comic-wise, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman isn't really my favorite. Okay, but right. from all the incarnation, origin stories, and all that kind of stuff, that is my favorite that they've went along with, and how they executed. Um, when they went 
to from comic to movie mm-hmm. they went they went to um that transition they that transition was smooth yes the uh, only, i agree the only one thing i had a problem with well you know the little things but the one thing i had a problem with was now is this a spoiler or is this kind of a general ish kind of thing about it something that may be a, be a spoiler okay so that, that's I'm why i left gonna, my quibble yeah that's I, love, what I left my quibble I'm I'm gonna, yeah that's what the gears were going around like no. Is it a spoiler? Spoiler? Okay. Well. Yeah. Rather but, than but actually, in general, but like, in general, you know, overall, you 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 liked also loved it. I loved it. You loved it. Awesome. I loved it. It made, it made me a fan because you know watching, you know, thinking Gal Gadot, you know, being uh, all Wonder Woman thought, and being all I badass. I thought she wasn't gonna pull it <laughs> off, but you know what? She made me a fan. No, I, I, so, as I have awesome. said, as I've said she several times on this fan. show, she was the true MVP of yes, Batman vs Superman, yes. and she has proven that she can carry an entire movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she yeah. was outstanding. She was outstanding yeah. Yeah. as she, Wonder Woman, and because of that, she made she made me want to see it. And now that I did, I I want to see it again. Oh, we want we want we want more. Pete, <laughs> what were your feelings? It was really good, man. Uh, I, it was, uh, I, I know I, I didn't really get to ask you two about your feelings yeah. about the movie because uh, uh, <laughs> we were arguing with a previous podcast guest, <laughs> or I was arguing with Enrique. But what were your feelings? I was really good, man. It was really good. I mean, I remember we we talked about we were like I remember early on we talked about like we hope this is good because. DC does not have the best. Uh, track the, ever, ever since uh, ever since Zack Snyder has put his hands yeah. on the DC universe, it has not had the best track record. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and now, now my big worry is like, are we gonna kill it with Justice League? Yep, I, I, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen those <laughs> thoughts and feelings on the internet. Yeah, yeah. like we like we've built up this goodwill now yeah. with this with this awesome Wonder Woman movie, and then uh, in, in about five months we're about to dash it all away. <laughs> you dash it all away <laughs> when we get the uh, what what whatever was created. Yeah, <laughs> with the Justice League. You know, and then they they kept it very comic accurate. I mean, which was crazy because there was okay there was a moment in in, uh, in Batman vs Superman where. When the, well, we can say it now. When the Parademon showed up. Yeah, when the Parademon showed up. And you, you just stared. And we both just stared oh, at each we, other. Oh, we made immediate. I, yeah. As soon as the Parademons and Batman Superman, like, you and I made eye contact. <laughs> we're like, holy oh, yeah. shit. They've gone. Ha-. I'm like, they're going full comic. Yeah. I'm like, wait, wait. No, no. They're going full comic book here. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I'd like to say there was a moment just no, like yeah. that in this, in one, this yeah. movie yeah. where I immediately turned to you. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was even looking at him like, when he went like that, I'm like. <laughs> I did the whole little like, yeah. dude, dude, yeah. dude. Like, well, it's crazy how comic accurate they kept it. You know. Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and, and even uh, inserting stuff from from recent comic book yeah. history mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. Uh, to, to try to, I'm I'm really skirting the line of spoilers <laughs> here because I I want people to go and watch this and be like, and surprised and overwhelmed at some of the like I had a, I went to a friend's house on Friday night to have a discussion with uh, several of my comic book friends over here on this side of the mm-hmm. of the valley. And uh, yeah, and that that was a big thing. We we're talking about like, oh my god, it was pretty amazing how they kind of like weaved in all these things from the Wonder Woman mythos yeah. into the movie, and um, it, it, it was very seamless. It was, it was and then yeah, down to the original stuff to down to the, like you said to the recent stuff, and it's, just, it's crazy. Like and it worked, <laughs> and and everything worked. It I felt like it was, it was a really easy story to follow along yeah. with, yeah. and um and then her betrayal. I think first and foremost, her portrayal of Wonder Woman. Like she was um naive, but she wasn't stupid. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she she had intelligence but she's still like she'd never experienced uh, the man's world yeah. so like when she sees a you know, sees the baby or has some yeah, ice cream yeah. she like she's like oh shit this is amazing <laughs> yeah. but she, still she, every single scene she was in she was magnetic she was yeah. captivating yeah oh, she's a yeah she is a she was amazing and i just yeah uh, credit to her I, I, I yeah i mean two years ago i'd been like who's this chick who's this model from fast and the furious yeah. she can't be wonder woman I stand corrected. Yeah. And then making it a period piece. Mm. Oh yeah, also yeah. It, it was very reminiscent of Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. It was very much yeah. in, in, along that, along that, along those lines of like having that period piece of having it set in World War One. And yeah, that was a little weird though. It was just like I guess because you want to extend her backstory now, but like it, it gives but, them a little timeline. It shows yeah. you that she's been around for a very long yeah, time. She's, Wonder Woman was created in 1940s. So. Yeah, th- this is true. Kind of keeping in that you know yeah, 1940s, 75 years. They kind of like. Keeping it in around that. World War Two, so 
what was this situated in World War One or World War Two? This was situated in World War One. This is World War One. There, there, there were no, there were no short mustaches. No, no, no. No, because it was the first war. It was the war to end our wars. You know, and we did not see any short fascist men with with tiny mustaches. Yeah, yeah. And they're after the Kaiser. They're after the Kaiser. It was it was really good, uh, beautiful film, like visually alluring. Oh yeah, oh, it yeah. was fantastic. Like all, all the scenes, you know, you know, Themyscira, all the scenes where they're they're off in in in, in World War One. Everything was very appro- appropriate. Yeah, like all of her like all of her action scenes were like. I, and it's funny, like last week I was going on like I want to see her chop someone in half, and I, I think I've kind of got too conditioned to our R rated movies recently. <laughs> I, as I was sitting there, as I was watching it with you guys, I was like, oh man, you know what? This is PG thirteen. Yeah. She's not going to cut him with the fucking <laughs> yeah, half. The whole, like, I want to see her uh, kill some Nazis. I want I, I want to see her kill some Nazis. But, like she did kill a few. Nazis. Nazis here yeah. or there, yeah. but it was not as, as graphic as we've we've kind of grown accustomed to thanks yeah. to like Logan and Deadpool and all these other R-rated movies. Like, like yeah, I want to see some blood spilled. I'm like, oh no, no, she did her fair share of killing. Yeah, yeah oh, she yeah. Like, uh, see, unlike you know uh, Superman, who's like, oh, I'm not supposed to kill, except in the Snyderverse he does kill. And Batman does not kill, but wait, in the Snyderverse he does kill. Oh, this is one that like, killing is okay because she's an Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. <laughs> this is not something where they established yeah. in the comic books that I. I that's the one question that came up with me. It's like if she's so for protecting mankind and everything, she certainly has no problems killing people. Oh, it, I mean, yeah. that's, it's like, kind of what I discussed I, last week. Yeah, no, I was thinking like, you know, with her ethos, she should be more along the lines of a, of a Batman kind of character where she wants to preserve life at all costs. Oh, no, but, but no. She, it's, it's, she, it's, she gave no fucks. No, it's, it's, it's peace <laughs> through violence, bro. <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> a, 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 that, that whole Amazonian code, man, peace through violence. Like, yeah. it, that we will enforce the peace by by any means necessary. <laughs> I'll run a sword through you if I have to. <laughs> right? You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> if somebody has to die for peace, then that person is going to die. <laughs> yeah, no, I, was, I liked it a lot. A th- some Something I noticed because I live right by a movie theater, so right. I see it all the all the time. Uh, it was, and everybody was talking about, oh, this is great. Girls finally have a superhero that they can latch on to and everything. That's great, but the thing that I, that hit me was how many boys were taking their parents to see the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At like every crowd that was going in, every time yeah. there was a rush, it was mainly the boys going in to see it. And this hit me as like, oh well, you know, girls need to get more into it. But at the same time, it was like. It's really cool seeing a younger generation of guys being able to look at women at this on the same standard as guys. Yeah, that yeah. she, she's a hero. New. Not not yeah. not yeah. like she may be the princess of the mascara, but she is a freaking superhero. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's somebody that like guys with were, a capital like, S. Like kid, if I was a kid going in to see that, I would be all about it. Yeah. The re- and here here's the thing: I grew up watching the old Wonder Woman right. show. And like, say, for example, the old uh, Incredible Hulk TV show. Mm-hmm. Yep. I grew up on that stuff. And I, as a kid, I was equally hyped about both of them. Right. So Same here. It's good to see that now it's like, it's not just like a boy's world where only boys can play. Like the boys now recognize just how much the girls can play along too. Yeah, yeah and exactly. Yeah. Like that didn't happen in generations past. Oh no, no. Like if you if you if you're a young 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 man, you know, oh, I like Wonder Woman. I'm like you're gay. <laughs> Wonder Woman's for girls. How can you like girls? Huh? How can you like a girls thing? Like go go buy a Barbie. No, this Wonder is like Wonder Woman was badass. Man, Wonder Woman was Carter badass. Was the shit, Invisible Jet, bro. <laughs> yeah, Invisible Jet. No, like uh, when I was hanging out with with, with with some of my friends on Friday night, uh, they have a six year old son, and I guess he uh, he's like, oh, Wonder Woman's for girls, uh, and then. I was like, no, no bro. I thought some, no, no, dude. Wonder Woman's yeah. for everyone. No, yeah. This isn't this isn't a girls' movie. And it's not a boys' movie. This is an everyone movie. Like, we, we we can't look at these movies as oh, this is specifically for yeah. for only one gender. I'm like, no, these movies are for everyone. Yeah. And then that it, it should be both ways. Like, you know, girls should not be ashamed for liking the liking superheroes and like. And, it, equally, oh, a dude shouldn't be saying, oh, I like Wonder Woman. I, I think Wonder Woman is cool. It's not, yeah. oh, I think she's hot. Oh, my God. No, no. no. I think Wonder Woman is an awesome superhero. Yeah. yeah. I, and she not, was bad fucking ass in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I, she, like, Wonder Woman was badass already for me to start with. Right. Gal Gadot took it to a different level. She, she was, was awesome. fantastic. She that, was amazing. Like, for me, the issues that I had with, like, the film just in general mm. were totally overshadowed by just how awesome she was as Wonder Woman. Exactly. The, uh, that, that, that's where I go. Uh, by no means is it a perfect movie. No, it's no. it's not a perfect movie. No, but, but it's it, it was it was awesome. And yeah, I, I'm I, I'm very guilty of a lot of times where like I will I will forgive a lot of dumb things in a movie because I am enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah. And and there's other movies that, that I will obsessively like hate because of there's some thi- dumb things. Oh, so, but ex- well, if it's excessively dumb things. Yeah. <laughs> 
a la uh, the, the, the love story of episode two <laughs> of Star Wars episode two. Or the entirety of the room. Oh, uh, yeah. Or the entirety of the room. Don't, oh, good God. When I, I was at my buddy's birthday party, he was, he was, like, they, they, they had a. They were going to show a movie. They were going to show a movie at, at, near the end of the movie, near the end of the, the party, uh, and there was a ballot. Uh, and one, and then one of the movies on the ballot was The Room because Chris Ryder is also a lover of The Room. Oh yeah, dude. And I was like, I, I remember his wife like, "Are you going to stay for the movie?" I'm like, "There's a one in six chance I won't." <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, Point Break won. Point we watched Point Break. Uh, point Break. Ah. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> oh, I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> That that remake came and went, huh? Like I remember seeing previews yeah. for it, and then that, I don't remember. It, it came out around Christmas and disappeared around New Year's. I mean, because I I remember seeing previews for it, but I remember it, it being out. <laughs> like, I, I think X I saw Games the movie on, like on Stars or HBO. Oh, okay. I, I didn't I didn't watch. It. I just saw that was on. Yeah. Oh god, I remember seeing the trailer the first time. I'm like, what? Why? No. Why? <laughs> Why? Th- th- this movie was perfectly bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Utah, give me two. <laughs> like some of the people at the party had never seen. It. Like this movie was. Uh, like, how do you guys like this movie? Like the movie is not supposed to be good. The movie yeah. is supposed to be entertaining, and, and yeah. that's something I feel has like been lost in generations now. It's like a lot of times we sit. Like I feel a lot of people kind of overanalyze movies oh, yeah. and don't just sit back and enjoy the sheer stupidity. Like for me, a movie like that is Pacific Rim. Okay, I, I love that movie to death. Simply because it it turned me back into a ten year old yeah. watching monsters fighting robots, so and I'm like, I don't care if there are plot holes the size of a freaking meteor. <laughs> I have that same feeling for uh, Beastmaster. See, like Beastmaster, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's those kind of movies where like, yeah, I don't care if the plot doesn't make sense. Yeah, like the, am uh, I having fun? That that's, I think that's something yeah. that's lost a lot. Yeah, I think that, that for me that was the the first Expendables. Yeah, like it's, it's so over the top and ridiculous, but it's like an '80s action movie. Yeah, it's on purpose. Yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous <laughs> and over the top on purpose. Yeah. Like, it's like this is this is not high art. Not every not every movie has to be an Academy sense, Award. You know, it, it, it's just yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, you know, just, yeah. I really liked the first one, and then the second one, I was like, eh, it's all right. So yeah, then now they're la- now, now they're like winking at the camera. Yeah. And, then, and then the third one, it's like, oh, it's his Fast and the Furious. Uh, <laughs> no, it was uh, forget uh, the the qu- Expendables three, the quest for more money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty kidding. much. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's like one of those. One of those. That's why I'm like, I'm I'm kind of glad that you know, one of our our favorites, Black Dynamite, that Black Dynamite, mm. hasn't gone for another film because it's like, oh, okay, that first one was just like, oh. Silly as fuck, amazing. Yeah. I mean, they did the animated series, yeah. But uh, you know, I'm glad they haven't tried to cash grab. I mean, like, yeah. have to try to like force a force a sequel a because sequel, oh, yeah. there's a groundswell. People will watch it. Yeah, people would watch it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, granted, no, I will. I will run the theater. I will run the theater for a Black Dynamite too. I mean, oh hell yeah! It ended with him fighting Richard Nixon. <laughs> I mean, no, Kung Fu Nixon. <laughs> oh, I want to get you to Black Dynamite. Oh. <laughs> And then the ghost of Abraham Lincoln coming in with a freaking karate chop. If you have never seen Black Dynamite, I need you to go watch it. You don't understand. Like today. Like after the show. Yeah, like as soon as possible. As soon as you can. If, you, if you're watching but live, just don't go. Sure. Don't leave. Uh, just make sure you keep the volume down. Otherwise, you might wake up the other bitches. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like. But I do sell drugs to the community. But Black Dynamite, I do sell drugs to the community. (laughs) I sell drugs to the community. Cedric Yarborough. (laughs) And a lot of people don't realize, in the background of all those pimps, R&B artist Brian McKnight. And John frickin' Sally. John Sally. NBA NBA legend. John Spider Sally. And then R&B superstar Brian McKnight. They're just chilling in the background as extras. (laughs) Dressed as pimps. John Sally's in everything. And freaking Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo Pimp. I mean, watch this movie. For, for as often as it was mentioned on the show. Captain, you, not just Captain Kangaroo in a movie. Captain Kangaroo in a movie as a pimp. pimp. You can't beat that. It's 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 comedic. It's comedic genius. Yeah. Now, speaking of, of things regarded as art. Uh, so, like, next week, it's the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I, I, boy. I thought I, we were going to hold off on this one until next week. But, oh, dude, let's no, do it. No, because of the, the, it seems like the, 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 the likelihood of me going is continually going down. The, the odds of me getting a badge to go to the show. Really? Uh, I don't have that cachet, my friend. Well, I mean, nothing through uh, some of the side projects, nothing like that? I, I know I can't use this show to get in the dance. No, no, not this, but I mean, like, you know. No, I have no real other, like, my, I have no means of God. I have wow. people telling me they're going to try to get me in, but I am not going to hold my breath. I'm not going to be like, I, I, if people can get me in, cool. If they don't, I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm uh, not going to be, like, sitting here like, oh, man, I'll count on someone. I'm like, no. Like, at this point, at this moment, like, of course, the one year where like now I have a, a medium for like I've gone f- fourteen years and like did nothing with it other than just go there and just goof off. Now like oh I have something to be, uh, where I could be at the show and interview people and do all kinds of dumb stuff. And now it's like oh <laughs> I'm probably not gonna go. <laughs> Lol. I'll be there probably. But I know I'm not... you're gonna be there. Well no, and that's the thing. I I've got a test on that Tuesday. Oh my God, you that, that test that you rescheduled ended up being In, on the, the, uh, the on first... that day. And then... eh, you have two more days of E3. And then uh, I also have to work on Wednesday and th- at noon and Thursday at three. So it's like rest I'll, in okay. potatoes. So I will be probably showing up for a brief moment on Thursday, uh, and that's about it. And it's a shame because there's a uh, they're saying this is going to be a, a very games focused E3. But well, at, there's no consoles to be yeah, announced no other than the pick, than, than the Xbox possibly announcing their Scorpio nonsense. But we'll see when the because well because I wasn't going to talk well. It's I didn't want to focus in next see week. See how the fans are uh, being in there are going to be like first time they've actually let people in, like the normal public. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot about the so whole we like we can buy 000, a badge. Fifteen thousand people showing up that are probably maybe cosplaying, maybe doing their own usual. Oh God! Thing. Now you just reminded me why I kind of don't want to go. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna uh, be a shit it, show. It, it's they're saying there maybe they have the co- the E three Coliseum going on on the outside. That's gonna be a free for all kind of thing a minute away from the main hall. Jesus. So it sounds like they are really trying. It's like almost like jumping the shark on E three. Right, but yeah, but but what I wanted to talk about, no, I was kind of uh, what the the subject I wanted. I didn't want to talk about E three <laughs> at, at this moment. I wanted to mention now uh, ahead of E three, uh, Sony made a uh, one of the executives from Sony made a very dumb comment today. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for springing this on you. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't make a format today. We're kind of doing this <laughs> off the seat of my pants uh, today because uh, uh, a contributor to the show, Jai Polidor, messaged me this. It's funny. He texted me about it as I was reading this article on the internet. Oh, nice. a, a Sony executive was saying that backwards compatibility is pointless. Uh, people don't want backwards compatibility. And then he went further to say like that there were apparently there was some sort of Gran Turismo event happening. Uh, somewhere, I, I I don't remember the exact details, and they had all the Gran Turismo set up. They had you know the OG PS ones and PS two ones, and he wouldn't say why would anyone want to play a game with inferior graphics. And that and that and that was one. Has the, he ever played a game that mattered to him? Uh, honestly, you know because you know I, you know as it is with any of these mediums, once you introduce uh, you know corporations and these types of quote unquote suits into it, rarely do you find someone up in control who actually knows about the medium that they yeah. are. Uh, that they are uh, taking care of. I was trying to find a fancier word. <laughs> Dude, uh, there's a reason why I still will go back and play old Commodore 64 games. It's not a matter of graphic fidelity. It's a matter of entertainment. Yes, exactly. No, that, 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 that's a big thing about like uh, that. And that's why a lot of people, people want the option. I've always said that, uh, you know, well, I've, I've said in the past to, to people who've, uh, who've asked me, that when when you have backwards compatibility is a bit of a Trojan horse because a lot of people say they want to play old games and they want that option, but most people won't use it. But it should still be an option because there are people who do want to play. Like, yeah, you you tell me what Mario game I want to play. I want to play Super Mario Brothers three. I want to get Hell my yeah. little raccoon tail, and my raccoon ears, and fly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to knock over a Koopa Troopa with my cool little raccoon tail. Bloop. <laughs> I just beat it the other day on my NES. Yeah, Mario three. Yeah. See, but there is a segment, and then as was proven this past holiday, Nintendo selling that NES classic. People want to play old games. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it's and, and contrary to this, this you know this out of touch Sony executive. Um. People don't care about graphics. Yeah. People care about fun. Yeah. That's what I think, and that's why I really feel like it's been lost a lot in this current generation of gaming. That people are more consumed with graphics and frames per second, and uh, and latency. Where like, if a game is fun, that's what should be most important. If you're having fun while you're playing, that's 
That is the uh, that should be the main goal of any game enjoyment. That, that is exactly what killed Final Fantasy thirteen. They they focused everything they had, insisting on the idea that their fans loved the graphics and loved the story and would sacrifice the way that the game was played to mm. get that. And they realized after thirteen was such a huge flop amongst the fans. That well, they you, made three versions of it. Yeah, like, they, like it's like okay, we sorry we screwed up this first one. Let's throw out the second one to make up for it. Well, thirteen, and it was, thirteen two. Yeah, and uh, they made and then they did thirteen three, Lightning yeah. Returns. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous, and they they almost insisted upon their graphics and didn't allow the gameplay to carry it, which is the thing that people loved about the series. Because I mean, shit. The eight bit stuff. Nobody gave a damn about the graphics. It was the gameplay, the story, clearly the yeah. feeling, exactly. And they lost that in thirteen. I think they reclaimed it in fifteen. But yeah, it was a dark day. Everybody's saying it was a dark time for Square Enix because they insisted upon that model yeah. where everybody's gonna love their graphics and they're gonna show up just for that. When they're that's not what people no, and, show and up that's for what games I'm afraid for. is happening a lot in the industry where there there there's there's too it's too much about. You know, what What benchmark can we hit? And let me give a shout out to my boy Crunchy Sashimi on Twitch right now. What's up? Hell yeah, it is all about the fun. Crunchy Sashimi. You know, yeah, right now, oh, and on Facebook right here, uh, Calum, a.k.a. Bushy, mentioning Ratchet and Clank. That was a fun game. I will play all those Ratchet and Clank games on PlayStation mm-hmm. because those were fun. I'm blowing up shit left and right. I'm playing this Marvel Heroes Omega yeah. on on PlayStation 4 right now, and it's kind of a Diablo-ish kind of game. I'm just it's hordes and hordes of Hydra agents and AIM soldiers and Sentinels and like they're going deep, man. I I fought Brood. Oh, nice. <laughs> Every like Marvel faction of bad guys in this Niggas, game. Yeah. I fought giant Sentinels <laughs> and like Serpent Men, Captain oh, America, Serpent nice. Men. <laughs> That's it is awesome. insane, there and like, and every boss, like, I, I fought the Taskmaster, oh, okay. <laughs> and he was freaking copying all my moves because he's a dick. <laughs> now, I, I just got Tekken Seven. That you got one Tekken Seven. That's a game that graphically and gameplay wise had its own style and was already right. trying to be as cutting edge as possible. And I think that uh, graphically, it definitely took a step up. Mm-hmm. But and I know people will argue with me on this one, but I think gameplay wise, it took a bit of a step back just because it tried to implement a feature that was more common in other games series. Oh really? Like Street Fighter or uh, Oh really? They, they 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 steered away from they, from from their their standard formula? They went to a like they have a rage art thing where it they basically and I was playing with our friend Lamar the other day. Of time, course. And they Mario Karted the game basically. Really? You can be losing and it rewards you for getting your ass kicked because oh. you get to use the rage art and then turn the tide of the match in one move. That's yeah. That is uh, see, it's, that, and that. you can't turn it off. Wow, that like that, that's, that for me, that's unfortunate. Like, it, fine, implement that if you want, but at least have the option to turn that thing off. It that's it, it made the game to the point where I'm like, I kind of want to return the game. This isn't what I. This isn't the. So the, 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 what the, so this rage meter. It, does it increase the strength? Like as you're getting your ass kicked, does it, does it make your uh, move stronger once you or past a certain point? Once you're below, I think twenty five percent strength, then it gives you the option to be able to pull this one move out of your. Really? Yeah. The, yeah, that is very that that's that's, that's a mechanic from uh, that that seems like a very much a, a Street Fighter, yeah. King of Fighters. Uh, that's more of a, like a, a see like, yeah, like like as you know, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or it was off the show. I talked about how like you you like Tekken and I like Street Fighter. I'm yeah. more of a a 2D uh, again, this whole 2D 3D. And, uh, uh, something I forgot to mention, one of the reasons I don't like Tekken is cuz I feel it's a um, that game you're stuck on one plane, literally. Like, there's no jumping in that game. Like you're, the, every oh, you jump can is a like, jump, but, but it's, it's a bunny hop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're like uh, that's like where I, when I was playing Street Fighter last week. As I was playing, I realized I'm like, oh yeah, I can get up in the air. I'm like, there, there's a couple of different planes of battle where it kind of it forces different strategy. Where that's again, that was my, my issue with Tekken is like there it doesn't seem so much a strategy as there is whoever gets first combo off. And now now you're telling me, oh, get a combo off. Oh, if that person survives twenty percent off, they can just pull some sort of special move and yeah. fuck your life. No, I was playing uh, against Lamar, and they're like. Lamar and I always play Tekken Wii, and right now you guys have. He tends to get the more of the wins in the series, Mm -hmm. but like out of say every ten matches, I'll get maybe three or four wins. 
Uh, and it's four six, yeah, yeah four, or, or three, six, four six, three, three seven. But, so, uh, but you guys, you, you guys have been playing each other for forever. But it, it sounds like the, yeah. the rivalry of, of me and Giant playing Street Fighter. That I was there was a couple matches where I the, I definitely had him on the on the ropes, and then he pulls the that, the, that, rage that rage move, and I have like just over half energy or just under half energy, and, and that thing just destroys. It. Really? Yeah, it takes. It'll take. That's half. not very Tekken. Exactly, <laughs> and for me, it's like. Graphically, it's fantastic. Uh, the soundtrack is great. Visually, it's awesome. They shied away from the individual storylines uh, for each character, and they focused more on the Mishima storyline. And that storyline, it made you actually give a damn. I also heard that uh, Akuma from the Street Fighter series. Akuma's is, in it, yeah. See, see look, the, the influence of Street Fighter is, yeah. uh, in, has, has infected Tekken more than you than you wanted. Yeah. That, that is a... Uh... And for me, I was like... This isn't this isn't your granddaddy's Tekken, I guess. I'm a little. I guess I'm I'm behind the times on this. I think I I think it's an inferior product to the original. And and you know that and, and that's the thing. That's something that keeps. I feel like that happens to me a lot with certain games where like they put out this brand new shinier version, and I'm like, wait, what? You're you're adding too many bells and whistles. You're you're making something that's fun much more complicated. Yeah. yeah. And or, complication or, is not improvement. Or <laughs> just making it so that it's like it, it's literally Mar the Mario Kart of fighting games. That is, yeah, the, yeah. Where, the, and for, the, for those yeah. who don't understand, you know, Mario Kart, like, oh, it's like, oh, you could be in first place, and all of a sudden, oh, okay, we'll give everyone behind you way better items, and you know, we'll we'll shift the advantage. Like, if you're in first place, it, it's a it's an extreme disadvantage. Yeah. Or or uh, if if you're in last place, you, you get, get the bullet, you get all the best and items. You get all the way up to third or second. You get a bullet. You get the blue shell. You yeah. get the lightning bolt. You like it gives you all the best items to to to. to catch yeah. up and now it's it's a rubber band rubber band ai is what we've always always been referred to yeah it's fun for games like mario kart because that's part of the it's chaos yeah. i mean it is driving chaos it's not a driving simulator but for a fighting game where you're trying to find out skill wise who's better one player or another it just adds an element where like a person who is an inferior player is going to just always have that little ace in the hole so all you have to do if like if all you hang in all there, you, no, all you have to do is basically knock your other opponent's health below 50%. And no matter if you drop and you're all the way at the very end, you can use that, that one move and complete. Is it like unblockable up. or it's, as well? It's for some of them. It is unblockable. It is blockable. But if you're like, say in the middle of a combo or something mm -hmm. yourself, and that person happens to find one opening, it's one punch and you're gone. Yeah, see, because uh, you know, I was really was putting a lot of thought into this whole you know Tekken versus Street Fighter thing that that you, uh, you and I uh, have discussed before. Like, because Tekken's always seemed to be a little bit more technical. Like, there wasn't a lot of projectiles being thrown around. Yeah. There's no you know fireballs or dragon punches or whatever. And, and that was the thing that uh, appealed to me was that most of the moves were totally actually doable. Like, they followed physics. They used actual you know like from the early games all the way through. The the moves that you saw were ones that were like. Okay, yeah, I that I could see somebody pulling that move in a kung fu movie or something. Yeah, I always liked uh, the the fighter king because he did all the wrestling moves. Yeah, that and, and he had like if you knew all the combinations, he you could do all kinds of cool shit. He would do muscle busters. He would do like all kinds of all kinds of suplexes and huracanranas and all yeah. kinds of like crazy stuff. And oh, Chanel has joined us on uh, what's up, Chanel? Since she says what's up, we say what's up back to her. What's up, girl? We need to shoot two more of our oh, little. Uh, I, I ain't shooting nothing right now. <laughs> no, we, they're we already three, like jumping all over the we place. Got three people. We need to. Have I know three we have three sperms. people watching, but they're all over the place getting in the uh, the way of the show last time. <laughs> As like, I was saying, he no, he knows you're talking about him. Yeah, yeah, the, the little guy knows I'm talking about him. Yeah, I'm gonna leave you there by yourself. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I, I'm very surprised at Tekken. Yeah, it's like because that, that's a game that's always kind of stayed true to its formula. They, they've had little tweaks. Like my yeah. favorite Tekken has always been. Well, Chanel, why are you saying sorry? We, we, you, you did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking about the little thing on the screen. Um, um, no, like, uh, the, my favorite Tekken was always Tekken Tag on the PS2. That was my favorite Tekken. Oh, uh, Tekken oh. Tag was great. I, I played, but I played like an asshole on that on that one because I, I used uh, Eddie Gordo yeah. and, and Hadawang. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, that was like the, the, the kicks pain and in kicks the ass. and kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks and it just it'd be an unending 
supply of kicks, and then Eddie Gordon would come in and just break dance. The, and here's Capo, the, the Capoeira break dancing. It was, this, oh, I was such an asshole. This Tekken also scaled back on a, the number of characters. So there's a lot of characters like Lei is not in the game. Really? There's a lot of people like uh, Martial like, Law. Martial Law is in the game. Where still we still got him. See, I, I miss the, the Tekken announcer was always. They also awesome, took like, back a lot Martial of like Law. One thing that Tekken did was they'd also throw a lot of fun side games in there. Like uh, what like Tekken it? bowling, like tech, Tekken bowling, or Tekken volleyball, or or dodge Tekken Force, uh, yeah. where like uh, the PV, PVE Force. game. Yeah, there's nothing of that in there. Uh, and my favorite side thing that they had, team battle. They don't have team battles anymore. Really? Uh, like yeah, I would. I was me and Lamar would play. We would get. I remember you guys. I remember. I remember sitting eight, there watching guys yeah. pick each pick eight players and just go ham on each other. Yeah. See, that was badass. And you could also uh, back then. Uh, control how much uh their energy meter was so you could go up to 200 percent. so the, the matches would last longer this one it's all just very streamlined it's if you like <sighs> fighters i guess of to modern fighters or the style of fighters that are uh, that are famous right now you'd probably like this one if you weren't into the tekken series to start so yeah i guess i think maybe that that i mean that's but, maybe what they're trying to do they're trying to uh, make the game more appealing to a person who plays Street Fighter, to a person who plays, you know, more standard, or yeah. I guess maybe they're trying to make it more uh, Evo friendly. Evo being the, the the big tournament, the Super Bowl yeah. of fighting games, yeah. where every yeah. every person from around the world shows up to Las Vegas to play these fighting games. But I don't, I, I always thought different so that, is good. Yeah, for me, it's it, and this is my personal opinion. Some people may love it. I, for me, it's it's made the game one where I just don't care. It's like before I'd be like. It would be fun. It was fun playing against Lamar. Now it's like I'm beating him, but I and I have half my like just under half my energy, and he has one sliver left, and all I need to do is hit one kick, and then he unleashes one move, and that's it. So that, that's uh, unfortunately I feel like, like something that happens I, a lot and now. I, I didn't, and he's like he's he right before he uses, he's like it's in the game, so I'm gonna use it, and I was like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll use it too. But every time I every time I ended up using it, I never benefited from it like as far as win totals or anything, but it made me feel guilty about using the move. Because no, it's no, such I understand bullshit. that. Yeah, no, I understand yeah. it because it, it takes a lot of the competitiveness. Yeah, it for me it was game. like playing against somebody who would do a Dalsim foot sweep over and over again. It, right. It's just like okay. It's like no. It. I I I'm, there, there, I mean, there's a difference between competing and there's a difference between being obsessive winning. Where like if you're gonna do if you're gonna exploit somebody in the game over and over, just oh, I have to win by any means necessary. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's not fun. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, you just do the oh, like, I found a strategy that you cannot defeat, and I'm just gonna keep doing it over and over and over. I'm like, that's not a way to play. I mean, I don't know, but that's maybe I'm just an old man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where I'm like, uh, I don't mind losing if it's a good fight. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing. There was one fight, the last one that we had, where we both successfully blocked our special moves. I lost, and I was like, see, that I feel better about because it wasn't influenced by just stupid shit. It was like, like, like randomness. Yeah, it was like, okay, fine. I can accept losing without that. That was a good match. Yeah, like, when uh, when uh, when Street Fighter Four first came out, me and uh, my, my best friend Jai, we went out to this arcade out over in, in Walnut over by, by Frank and Sons. Mm. Back when arcades still existed, yeah. and I remember uh, I lost every match I fought. But man, I had a good ass time. I was, I was playing against people who were clearly better than me. Yeah, but it did not feel. It felt like okay, there's a skill gap here. I have to make up for it. But it was what was really cool is like I was using a lot of my old strategies from like from the 1990s that I learned uh, that I learned from like watching my best friend back in middle school who was amazing at the game he like like imagine a 6th grader showing up to Vegas Arcade and beating a bunch of adults and just not leaving the console that was that was my my buddy in in middle school named Taro he was an amazing Mm -hmm. freaking Street Fighter player He's just like he just knew what to do. He's like he's like I have a, like he always say everyone like oh, you're cheating. I'm like I got a rhythm. Like yeah. <laughs> it was just he was just trapping people all the time with, with guile. <laughs> yeah. amazing, he amazing. He had an amazing trap. I, I kind of run that trap now. I don't run it as well as he did, but I frustrate people. But <laughs> I was saying like I w- I was playing. I was I was getting my I was getting my dick kicked in, but I was having fun. They keep hitting me in the dick. <laughs> they keep punching me in the dick. Damn, Super Android 17, keep punching me in the dick. <laughs> See, we worked into the show today. <laughs> Yeah, and and that it goes back to the original point where it's like, yeah, a lot of people like I think and it's I think that's a symptom of the generation now. It's like people are more con- more concerned about winning than over over having fun. 
Yeah. Uh, something that my friends on PlayStation brought up that they wanted me to talk about on the show today was also free-to-play games. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah, and and, and that's another. I I feel like that's kind of like a part a part of this where if um, there are games where you can pl- have fun and enjoy them, but it, it once it gets competitive, it's whoever has the biggest wallet or is um you know yeah. That, who was willing to figure out a, a scheme to, to to win? Like, oh, then all right, these, this person who spent a thousand dollars on this game on a phone game, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's free to of, play, but pay to like a lot of games are free to play, but pay to win. Yeah, yeah. That's why I really, really liked games like Rocket League. It was free for the first month it came out. Right. Uh, I was one of the one of the ones lucky enough to get it. Then mm-hmm. it's twenty bucks now. Or but yeah, see, like, so, but that's but see, that, that's different. That's not see, that's, everything that you and like since I got it for free, mm-hmm. it motivated me more to spend actual money on the in-game stuff, even though the in-game stuff has no impact on your car okay. whatsoever. So now that, that, that it's that's about different. How you play? So you know that. See, yeah, that's different. See, that's, that's a different why type I like of that game. Mm-hmm. But then there's like other games, like there's a poker game that mm-hmm. I that I play on PlayStation. That's the a prominence poker. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So I like playing that one. Uh, that I played it last night before I fell asleep. Uh, folded like the last twenty hands because I fell asleep. But the there are people who are like the best at it are the ones that are like spending their own actual money to get more chips. And it's yeah, that that's, yeah, that's great. The, 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 it's um, stupid. Yeah, certain certain free to play models are good, and certain free to play ones are not. Uh, like uh, this phone game that myself, Crunchy Sashimi, and several of my other friends, uh, Irv, who's also watching on Facebook, we all play the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes game. And if you don't want to spend any money, you can enjoy the game. You can unlock your favorite characters. Yeah. You just have to put in a lot of time. You have to play literally every day. You have to try to earn. You know, there, there, the current there's currency that you normally would have to pay for, but the game allows you to earn a little bit of currency every day. So if there was something that you really wanted to get, you can earn it. But there's people in the game who who like I swear either they are exploiting some sort of thing, they're stealing their parents' credit cards, or they're literally spending thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. To yeah. have the best characters and have them leveled up all the way, yeah. so that they can be competitively better than everyone else, and that's where it's like that's, that's insane. Some of these free to play games, and then there's there's there are thousands of these games that are on you know mm-hmm. on on your phones, and now it's really starting to creep into um, into console games where it, there used to be a very uh, big divide between where like oh you wouldn't have that in console games where like you'd buy a game and you'd play the game and that that was it, and and I hate to blame the internet, but now that we have the ability to <laughs> Yeah, to download content, downloadable content. Uh, now it's I, I feel like it's moving into a lot of games where, oh, you're not doing so hot, you know, you're not doing too well. All right, how about you pay us an extra twenty, thirty dollars, and you'll get all the items that you need. And now it's starting to show up in console games now. Yeah. Um, Irv on on Facebook Live, he um, uh, he said, oh, Killer Instinct has a good free to play model where, uh, it's a fighting game where like you can unlock the characters you want to use. Yeah. That's from, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Like if there's characters that you like, if there's characters that you're never going to use, then you don't have to purchase them. Uh, sounds... It's a very, it's a very interesting model, but like it's not like oh, like you you pay for who you want to use from that. that that's, if that's my understanding of one, how one game that did that and it's a completely different genre altogether. SingStar. Yeah. SingStar used to be on a disc like you know forty songs right. or whatever mm-hmm. and. You know they would. Like they, 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 every quarter they release a new like SingStar Pop or SingStar yeah. freaking Rock or SingStar. I had a I have, I, have, I actually have a bunch of those in a box somewhere. Yeah, but what they ended up doing was just having the SingStar Hub, mm-hmm, where you and just then you just songs down, you what, download whatever songs you want, and that's it. And the hub will play the game. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. That's well, there, there, that's there's well good, done. there's good and bad. Like I said, there there is good and bad. There's there's, yeah. there's, there's different ends of the spectrum. Like yeah. you know, like, or a rock band. You know, the, the songs that you wanted, you can just purchase the exact songs you wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. On your rock band game. That shit was fun back in the day. But it, it's really getting prevalent now. It's like we're like even Nintendo. Or look, like ah, drink. Uh-huh. Um, Nintendo like uh, they have a game called Fire Emblem. It's a very uh, uh, strategy yeah. game. I, I've come to love it a lot recently on the 3DS, but now that they've introduced DLC that you can pay for, which uh, breaks the game. <laughs> like, oh, you, you need to get better stuff for your uh, for your characters? All right, pay us $10, and you get these special maps, and on those maps, special items will drop, and oh, now you can just plow through the entire game uh. with no problem now. It's like $10 to relieve any difficulty that you had in the game. The sports games, the EA games, the 2K games, they... So yeah, you, you play more... I, I really haven't played sports games a lot in, yeah. in, in, in recent no. memory. How, how, how has it affected those games? The games like 2K, the career mode, when you create your own player, you That's can just right. go ahead and buy the credits you need to go ahead and build your player without having to earn your way up. So... Like when you start, you're rated number 52 or something, 
and you can buy your way up to a level 90 if you spend enough money. Yeah, no, uh, see, thank you for reminding me. I would forgotten about that because when I was working at GameStop uh, last uh, last fall, NBA 2K, whatever came out, 2K, 7, 17, 17 whatever. And th- I had a dude walk in and throw $100 down for that virtual currency. For the currency. Uh, and I, remember I told I told them, what, is your player going to be like Super Saiyan Kobe or something? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to put that much money into his freaking player? Like, oh, you're just going to level up tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, basically, yeah. And, and the thing is, people, like, they say, oh, well, you know, I'm a good player. I earned my way. No, you paid your way up to the top. That's I, insane. I, like, to get to the rating that you, like, to spend $100, you literally have to play the game on my career mode for Three or four seasons within the career mode. That is within the nuts, and then and, the, and dominating it, and and yeah, and that and that's crazy. Like so, companies like Two K, they're raking in the money on these people. I mean, like I, I you know, random GameStop in freaking Linwood, California. Like these people were buying. I, he wasn't the only one. Most of the people were buying like twenty to thirty dollars worth of this mm-hmm. VC, and this one dude just drops a hundred dollars. And uh, yeah. I made everyone in the line laugh with that Super Saiyan line, but I guess it wasn't that far off the truth <laughs> saying that, right? He was yeah. just goes, "I'm just gonna power up and be fucking." Oh yeah, be the best. Yeah, be, be the be the best. You know that competitive. You're buying a competitive advantage. You're buying God mode, basically. We're like it was never. Oh, that's it. It it just it's true. It truly astounds me. This is this modern gaming era. Like there's yeah. there's good things and bad things. We can fix games on the fly now. If something's wrong with the game, they can release a patch and fix it. But on yeah. like and then that's on the good spectrum. On the bad spectrum, there's stuff like this where it's like oh, fuck it. Let's we we couldn't finish it in time for the game. We'll just add it on as DLC. <laughs> we'll sell it to them for twenty dollars. That's a a lot. Uh, uh, a lot of people like. Like have look at DLC very where like like a game like Destiny where people think oh all the stuff that came out in the first year should have been in the first game in the game in the first place and maybe ten years ago that yeah. probably would have been the case before everyone getting uh, broadband yeah. maybe all the content would have been contained in one game but now you know a lot of people accuse companies now of holding back content on purpose just to sell it to you later yeah. for more money and say oh we got your sixty dollars oh no hey we, you got to buy the season pass now like that that was another thing that fascinated me or shit that's already on the disc. But you have to unlock. The, yeah, you have to pay to unlock. Right. No, I know Capcom was guilty of that with a, with some of their fighting games. That where, is garbage. Where that like, is oh, straight the, garbage. The, the, the data is on the disc. Like you, you're not downloading that data later. No, it's just there. You're just downloading a key to to gain access oh, to. Yeah. But but yeah. all right, I I but unfortunately, I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here, Samzy. I know I know you and many other people probably feel it's bullshit. But what a lot of people don't know about these video games that we purchase, especially now, and that's another thing about this this internet era. We have never actually owned these games. We are renting. We are leasing them with. No, them? we are purchasing licenses. Ah. If you've ever, because because yeah, I was yeah, because I was a crazy license. child, I would actually read all parts of the old you know the old instruction booklets that used to come with uh with, with games. Like we were never buying these games from Nintendo or Sega. We are merely purchasing a license to play these games. Interesting. Because remember, these these, these yeah. are intellectual properties. Yeah, we're not there. buying property. We're, we we have purchased a license to play their software, their proprietary. See, from in any other field, you'd understand. Oh wait, oh, I'm yeah. buying a license. Yeah, to play this game, and yeah. that, and that's why a lot of companies get really butthurt about the whole used game thing, because we're not we're not selling our games. We're reselling our license to play this game. Yeah, and that's where now with the with companies' abilities to control the games now through the internet. That's where people don't realize. I mean, that's why a lot of people don't realize. I'm like, the circumstances have always been the same. Just their accessibility, they, they can access it a lot more. Like, especially a lot of these sports games. A lot of people get mad. Oh, why do they take away the online? Why can't I play anymore? I'm like, that they, they control the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, we we purchase the game, but we don't control it. Yeah. It's still their content. They still own it. <laughs> we are allowed to play it because we paid them sixty dollars, and then they gave us a copy of their game. On a disc, and now because all of our consoles are connected to the internet, they can control our shit now. That's true. They can give and take away options whenever they feel like. Why? Because it's their intellectual property that we are playing with. Yeah. And that's why, and then people, you know, like like we just said, the, the uproar. It's like, oh, we have to purchase stuff that's on the disc. I'm like, yeah, this stuff's on the disc. It's their it's their property. And they get to decide when we get it. And that also, if you remember, we just before the show started, we were talking about. One of my favorite all-time video game experiences, PT. Once I got my my PlayStation, uh, mm-hmm. once I sent it in, and they didn't send the same one back, they gave me a new one. 
I lost PT. Yeah, you forever. lost uh, the, the Silent Hill PT, which yeah. is, uh, for, for those who don't know, it was a Silent Hill game that was being developed by uh, Metal Gear creator Hideo Kojima, but the game was canceled because and Konami. And Guillermo del Toro. And Guillermo del Toro. And yeah. Norman Reedus. And Norman Reedus. And they're, they're going to release the game. Yeah. It's going to be called something it's else. I'm sure we're going to see it next week. It's a different game, yeah. We're going we'll to see it yeah. next week, it's I'm a, sure. It's uh, Death Stranding. But yeah, the uh, ah. but that PT game was by far and away one of the greatest video games experiences mm-hmm. ever. And you can't get it ever no, again. Yeah, it's their property. Yeah, they've they've taken the license. <laughs> Irv Dani Patemba again yeah. on the on the Facebook Live. It's the EULA that everyone skips over. So you know, like uh, yep. the end user license agreement. That's something uh, I feel. That's something that like, about ninety five percent of gamers don't understand. We're not purchasing games. We're purchasing licenses. And every and then you know that whole thing that the thing that we never read is like you have to accept. It's like sometimes when you're you're playing a game, especially yeah. a PC game or some game online, you have to oh. You have to read this whole thing, and you have to accept if you want to play. Yeah, that whole big legal fucking document. It is telling you, you don't own this. We do. We're letting you play this game. Yeah, <laughs> you. We can. We can pull this game anytime we damn well please. Why? Because we own it. <laughs> Even though you paid us money, you have agreed that yes, this is not mine. This is yours, and we all agree. And then right now, Irv said it's the the license agreement that everyone skips over because you just go, oh, I don't care. I just want to play the game. Yeah, and and that's the thing with video games. Ta da! Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and then I was saying, then fam, and it's like, oh, let's see how I want to make a ULA having the ownership rights to everything the user agrees to. <laughs> Oh, I feel like sometimes people like to, and that's where like companies like Nintendo get mad when people try to modify their games and try to, yeah. you're like, oh, no, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. and that's why they came out, ultimately had to come out with games like uh, the Mario game where you get to create. Mario Maker. Yeah, Mario Maker. Oh, yeah, yeah, but that's that, there. That's where one where they can control. But they, yeah. But that, that's the thing, like, you, uh, people always think, oh, I'm not making money on this. I'm like, no, but you are messing with their property. <laughs> yeah. And, and that and that's where a lot of people don't don't understand that part, like, you know, the reason we're able to do all this stuff is because they're allowing us to play with their content. <laughs> Instead of having to go to an arcade and put a quarter in to play yeah. the game. Like, oh, we have it at home. We have we have the convenience convenience of playing it whenever we want. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we don't own this stuff. I mean, yes, we have physical discs or cartridges that yeah. we have and we own, so to speak. And they say the older stuff, there was no way they can enforce any of that. It, it it was nearly impossible for them to enforce it. If someone tried to, you know, you know, copy the game and resell it, then that's where they can get someone who's trying to do that. But if you try to manipulate the game and try to, you know, but now you, they couldn't do anything about. It. But now everything's control, everything's connected. Oh, if you want to play this game, like uh, Ubisoft, very guilty of this. Even the games where you're not technically online playing against other people, you you have to be connected to the internet for certain games, regardless if you're playing. Just by yourself, or like you, they can monitor it. They can see what you're doing. Uh, A big pet peeve that everyone has right now on on YouTube is like you can't. um, A a big thing that's been going on on YouTube is oh, you can watch people play games. Like right now, this we're using this Twitch. Twitch is the biggest uh, um, uh, provider of the proponent, the provider of proponent provider of oh, I want to watch someone play a game, and we just I think it's a good service because it allows you to see what a game is like. Yeah, that way you can make a, a wise consumer. Uh, wise consumer um, choice to if you want to buy it or not buy it. But Nintendo, being the very uh, old company, and again, like we spent a whole hour a few um, a month ago talking about Nintendo does things by their own drum. Like, right. oh, see, uh, uh, Mike on uh, you know, uh, Mike on Facebook says, why don't they? Because uh, oh, this is the argument a lot of people make. Oh, this is free promotion, mm-hmm. but Nintendo has no control over this promotion. Yeah. No, it's it's all about control at the end of the day. It's like, oh, a person can get on and play this Mario game. Oh, this thing's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, look how dumb this Mario Party game is. It's so random and dumb. It's like Nintendo has no control over that. No, they they like, oh, no, 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 no. You cannot be saying these bad things about our products. Yeah. If you're going to be making money, because like, a lot of these people make money broadcasting, and that's why Nintendo's like, no, 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 no. Like, if you're going to be making money, either you're going to have to give us a big chunk of that money, or it's, it's like it's, it's quote-unquote promotion, but they're not seeing any money from it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, and then they don't want to pay you. This is like if they're they're gonna promote it their way. That was a big thing when I when I was working there. It's like oh everything has to be promoted the Nintendo way. Yeah. There there's certain like there's certain ways of uh, that they that they want to control it. It's like they they well, it's the all about control. <laughs> it's all about control. And then and, and this whole YouTube and let's play and watch me play that is a lack of control. Nintendo 
does not like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't see it as free promotion. They see it as we are losing control of our product. Our product is being used in ways that we do not like it being used. And and that's uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's insane to them. But yeah. See? Like, see? No yeah. format? Yeah. <laughs> right. Who see, needs it? Who needs a format? Yeah. I can just get in here and fly off the handle here. <laughs> fly off the seat of my pants. So next week, uh, hopefully, uh, I mean, I'm not counting on being at E3, but I, if if I do manage to, by hook or crook, get into E3, I'll try to do some live videos. I'll try to, you know, uh, corral some people. Did you and try say by a hook or crook? By hook or crook. Oh, I, I was like by like some like some like <laughs> I, I, I know old prostitute is going to help you get into. I know E3. I'm 37, <laughs> but sometimes I say things like I'm 50 years old. I say all these old things because my dad made me watch a lot of movies from the 70s and the 80s back when I was a child. So I have all this vernacular oh, no, I, I know that the confuses term. people. I know the term. I've heard it several times. I also just thought you said by hook or crook. <laughs> no, I do not know a thieving hooker who will get me in there <laughs> a criminal prostitute After she, all, where she may she rob it? you at the same time but she'll get she's you gonna, in she's gonna sneak me in through her badge <laughs> oh i said e3 badge not badge no very cavernous so hopefully uh, i if i somehow get in because man it's getting hard because because normally like in, in past years i would say oh i'll just borrow someone else's badge that's something that you would normally do but they're cracking down on that shit now oh, yeah mm-hmm. you're, like you gotta ID. you gotta show your id and show especially you know, all Sample. Especially on day three, because the, they know people are swapping badges. Face off. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Well, oh, you gotta do a face off. Yeah, I gotta be like Nick Cage and John Travolta. I have to take my face. Face off. You and Sam are gonna switch faces because he can't use his badge. Oh, he can't you use go. your badge. We're gonna switch faces. Actually, you know what? I think we could get away if I just go and put like a bald head mask on and but get close enough to the camera so they can't tell height. What? But so on Wednesday and Thursday, I'm gonna wear a wig. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. I can, just, I can just wear a wig, take your ID, and be like, "Hi, I'm Sam Zia." <laughs> All right. I love Nell. <laughs> Nell. What if someone's like, like proven and they hand you like some weed? <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm about to fucking smoke some weed, bro. <laughs> Fuck corporate jobs. It's like, well, I guess I'm not I'm not passing a drug test anytime soon. <laughs> Hold on, I need to go wash my face. Yes, thank you, thank you. Wow. Oh, Chanel on 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 uh, on Twitch asks, "How far are you willing to go to get an E3?" I don't know. It depends. Am I going to have to kill someone? <laughs> Figuratively or Figuratively or literally? literally. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, see, I think I again, as I've always said, I've always like I feel like I've taken for granted all these years. I was yeah. able to just waltz in and just do whatever I want. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, I'm at E3, la la la. And now is the first year where I'm like, oh. It would be good to be at E3. <laughs> like, I know, it's like, ah, like, I should have been doing this podcast for years, God damn it! but no, I am, ah, I'm not getting to get into my mental state, because I saw a perfect article I posted on Facebook today, where I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect, is that, like, I am ambitious, but depressed at the same time, and those things clash constantly. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing is the bigger, like, it, it cuts the Achilles tendon on ambition more than than depression. That just knocks it right. Yeah, yeah that's like, that's like, I, I, like I have no motivation because I'm depressed, but I'm depressed because I have no motivation. No, that was one of those where I saw I'm like, oh, God, that's my that's my current life in and a nutshell. It, no, it's self it's self it feeds itself. That's why it, it's like an Uro, why, it's an Uroboros. That's why I want you to get out and do more stuff that you are uncomfortable with because your comfort zone leads to you being eh. Eh. That is my that is Do a, more uncomfortable shit. It'll make you feel You constantly better. make me uncomfortable, Sam's yeah. That's that's why I like being around me. Uh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to show people on a doll where you make me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. This is true. By the way, they translated on the Funimation Network, they translated Shimonetta into English. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a, it's a sex-based ani- uh, anime. Well, it's not sex-based. It's oh, uh, obscenity-based. Obscenity, pornography. Obscenity more than anything. What did you say? Anime? Anime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anime. It's, uh, it's... The protagonist wears panties on her face. Yes. Oh. And it's all about... Uh, like. Trying to get people to watch pornography because yes. pornography has been banned. This uh, and in, like, and in another world, in an alternate universe, pornography has been banned. Not just pornography, Every, well, obscenity, bad obscenity. words, and and like 
even all like, obscenities and, and like, pornography even if you have write been a bad word, it's being observed and world. you will be arrested. You have to wear a necklace that pro- that the, that monitors anything you say or look at. <laughs> and but there is, but there is a brave warrior, a re- a rebel who's trying to bring back obscenity to Japan. Hey, and. <laughs> Another brave superhero who is a woman. Another, yeah, <laughs> another brave superhero is a woman who's trying to, you know, make everyone uncomfortable by getting them out of their, out of their yeah. anti-obscenity comfort I, zone. Le- I am your Shimonetta. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, like last summer when I was the first stint of my unemployment, I like hanging out at his house, and he's like, "You need to watch this." I'm sitting there, I'm like. What the fuck am I watching? I'm like, normally I'm pretty comfortable saying really lewd and awful shit. I mean, you two definitely know. I say a lot. I can I can be pretty obscene, and I, uh, for the sake of comedy, of course. But I like sitting there watching the show, and I'm like, what the fuck is this, Sam? I, it's a show so like, good. Even that... I'm like, even I'm slightly uncomfortable, and it takes a lot to get me uncomfortable. Like people, other people I've shown it to are like, dude, you had to have written this. <laughs> like when they, because it is right up my alley. Uh, figuratively and literally. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Yeah, and the the translation is hysterically funny. So yeah, uh, I highly recommend it. Go watch. Yeah, that, 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 Shimonetta. I mean, I, I guess Google pan, Panty Anime, but yeah. you can always follow the show at facebook.com forward slash Dre GP Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Dre GP Podcast. I'm poor at tweeting. You can always follow Sam Zia. You didn't shave your head today. I didn't. Oh, yeah, today I did not shave my head. I, I, I was lazy. I did not groom at all today. You can follow Sam Zia at Sam. like my cheek. At Sam Z570. <laughs> you can follow. Pete Nalini at nostalgic underscore books uh, comics. comics nostalgic underscore com I always did I throw you off by comparing the top of your head to my face <laughs> actually no I was trying to remember uh, <laughs> I was trying to remember Joanna Joanna yours is what veggie eating hippie veggie eating hippie nice she likes the veggies for my awesome staff for our awesome guest I am Dre Cervantes. You have been listening and or watching Dre's Geek Philosophy. Thank you. I love you. 